This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 531, why we're gung-ho about these borrowed English phrases. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, you'll learn about three phrases that are common in English, but are borrowed from other languages. Hear all about it today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Michelle. How's it going today? How was your weekend? Hey, Lindsay. It's going really, really well. Uh, I'm just so excited because the weather is so nice. So uh, did you get a chance to enjoy the weather this weekend? I did. I went for a long bike ride in Boston. I had a dance party in the front lawn with my my roommates and (laughs) all sorts of things. The weather was nice. So it was a good time. Oh, yeah. I am so happy. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And I don't want it to go backwards. Like we need warm weather. We need to enjoy the springtime. I love the month of May. So I'm just feeling good. Yeah, I'm super gung ho about it. Gung ho. Oh, I didn't see that one coming, did you? (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. Before we jump into today's topic, guys, I want to remind you to grab the transcripts from today because we're going to go into something really interesting today. And I really want to make sure that you guys are getting this all. You're not missing anything. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts to download the transcript for today and this week. So Michelle, gung ho. What are we talking about today? Why are you so gung ho about today's episode? (laughs) I'm gung about today's episode because it's a little bit different. It's very interesting. Um, and yeah, um, we are talking about English words and mm-hmm. phrases that we have on loan, right? So yep. like we've kind of like taken them. <laughs> what, what does it mean on loan, right? So like borrowed. Borrowed, loaned, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So words that we've actually taken from other languages, a variety of languages, you know, not just... European languages, but also Asian languages. And we use them. We just kind of throw them out there and there's no real translation in English for them that exists. Mm. That's why we're using them. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. So this is really interesting because we do this a lot, I think. I think we do all the time. We don't even think about it, but we do. So really there are three. And then there's a bonus one that we'll talk about at the end, but we'll get to stat to uh, gung ho in just a second. But what's the first one we're going to start with today? Michelle, that's a, a word that's on loan from Latin, from the language of Latin. Okay. So this phrase is status quo. Yeah. And what does that mean? It means the state in which, right? Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like 
how things are, how things exist currently, right? The state yeah. of affairs. Yeah, the current state of affairs, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, I mean, what else can we say about this? It's just kind of the way things are. I mean, are you happy with the status quo right now in terms of your living situation, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, I could use an extra room, but <laughs> an extra room, like a guest room or something. Yeah, I could use, and I could use some more uh, closet space. Mm, closet space. What do you think is the coolest thing about your apartment? Um, they're very high ceilings. Oh. So although it's really cool, um, it means everything is very high up. And so it's not like a huge apartment or anything, but the ceilings happen to be high. Yeah. And then everything else is very high, like including the cabinets. And I'm short. <laughs> so yeah, I have well, a, I do a lot of standing on chairs, guys. Is, is your husband tall? Is he yeah, tall? Yeah, he's okay. tall. So he's okay, but I am even oh, just, no, just that's to open the blinds. It's like, I, I really. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so frustrating. Yeah. Right. So the, at the, it's okay, but yeah. <laughs> I love it. So let's show our listeners a good example of how this, this phrase status quo is actually used in a, in a real conversation here. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, Michelle, do you think we should change up the format of our episodes? Why? No reason. Just to shake things up. You know, it's springtime. It's a good time for change. Mm, yeah, but you know the old saving, the, the old saving, the, <laughs> oh, woo, you know the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think we should just stick with the status quo. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a good example. The status quo is the way it is now. The way things are happening, the way it's working is the status quo. I love it. And there's really no other way of saying this. What else could you say, say Michelle, instead of status quo? Um, with the way things are. Yeah, stick with the way things are. Exactly. That would be mm-hmm. another way to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like this expression, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> That's a popular one. That's a popular one. I mean, obviously, guys, you probably know that the word ain't is really bad English, very poor English. And you would never say that in isolation, right? You'd never say it alone as um, a construction in a different sentence. But when it comes in this famous phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, it's okay to use it. Right. Okay. Michelle, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I very yeah. much agree. <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, I remember some some kids would use the word "ain't," and like even as a kid, I knew that that was really really bad English. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. You know, people say it some, from time to time just to kind of. I don't know, for style in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Even I mean, though- even even on like I've seen even on like, you know, like formal TV programs or something like that. So um I have heard it, you know, it's like a stylized thing. But yeah, I don't but know. But it has to be said kind of with animation or with right. kind of as a sarcastic kind of joke or a saying or some kind of idiom. It can't be said in seriousness as a real construction. Otherwise, you're going to sound like you have the education of a third grader. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. Let's be straight up with our listeners, right? It's it's just bad to say. Yeah, you want to stay away from ain't. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what's the second one, Michelle? I like this. Let's go into the second word that's on loan from the Chinese language. If you want to remember what you learn on today's episode and go deeper, get the transcripts. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S and download a transcript from today immediately. See you there. Okay, so the second word is what I said before, gung-ho. Gung-ho. You sounded so gung-ho in your voice just now, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an exciting, it's an exciting word. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I was doing a little bit of research about where this phrase came from. I guess it means literally to work together. Hmm. And what I found was that it was brought to the English language during World War II by Lieutenant uh, Evans Fortis Carlson. And it was used to describe this sense of spirit when we cooperate together. Right. Um, and then it became a kind of a battle cry for the Marines, the U.S. Marines. Oh, wow. This is what I read. You did your research. I did a little bit of research, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so it just means now it just means really enthusiastic, extremely mm-hmm. enthusiastic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why, Michelle, you said you were gung-ho about today's episode. I am. I'm gung-ho about the episode. I'm gung-ho about the weather. I'm gung-ho about everything. well let's jump into a conversation then to show our listeners how to use it okay all right (laughs) so Lindsay, tell me about your plans for your summer trip how do your parents feel about it oh they're totally gung-ho about it my mom is buying all kinds of camera equipment to help me out oh wow that is so cool yeah i wish that was true (laughs) (laughs) they're not buying camera equipment no way (laughs) (laughs) but no the truth is when my parents first found out about my summer trip that I'm planning to take, they didn't like the idea um, because my original plan was to buy a van mm-hmm. and, you know, like not have to sleep in campsites, just sleep in the van. Mm-hmm. But they didn't like that idea. They didn't think it would be safe. So now I'm, I'm just using a car and I'm going to camp and stay in hotels and things. So that's oh, good. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. A, lot, a little bit safer. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have you ever driven across country, Michelle? I never have done that, but that's something I would like to do one day. Yeah. I've taken some long road trips, but not like cross country. Yeah. You have, haven't you? I have once before. Yeah. That's why I'm so excited about the second time because it's 10 years later and Mm -hmm. I'm going alone instead of with three friends. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be so different. It's going to be so cool. Very cool. (laughs) We'll definitely be keeping our audience updated though. Absolutely. Yeah. So the third phrase comes from French. We've got we've got a lot of French influence in in the English language, right? And mm-hmm. what is that third phrase, Michelle? I love this one. The phrase is faux pas. Oh, so cool. So cool. <laughs> I guess if you translate it literally according to um this, I think it was grammarist.com, it's it means false step, right? Mm. So uh, kind of a social blunder or an indiscretion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you tend to make faux pas a lot, Michelle? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I'd like to have a debate. Ooh, yeah, we could have a debate on this topic. Lately, I've been getting kind of annoyed with um with phone, like texting mm-hmm. a lot of times like, mm-hmm. when you're sitting with someone and they start texting and it just, I feel like it really breaks the connection mm-hmm. between you and the other person. Mm-hmm. And we could have a debate as to whether or not that's a faux pas on this show. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, it depends on what you consider a faux pas. So I don't know if I've been well, making what them. What is a faux pas, Michelle? Let's get the definition out there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's a social blunder or like, I, I think I hear a lot about it with fashion. Fashion faux pas. Yes. Yes. I've heard that. That's kind of a chunk. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, if you watch the Oscars or the Grammys or whatever, or something fashionable, somebody oh. might say like, oh, what she's wearing. Oh, God. What a faux pas. Or like, oh, you know, yeah. so I'm sure I've committed a lot of fashion faux pas. Oh, I'm sure. I, up here in Boston, we don't even... I noticed a big difference when I moved to Boston from New York where people are so much more casual up here that the, they'll go out in much more casual clothing than in New York. So mm-hmm. everyone's committing fashion faux pas up here, but nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So let's go into another conversation real quick, Michelle. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I am ready. Um. 
Lindsay, is it a faux pas to show up 30 minutes late for a party in the U.S.? Well, I think it depends on what kind of party. If it's just a late night, late night gathering with tons of people, then I think it's fine to show up 30 minutes late. It's better than coming early. Mm, right. But what about a dinner party? Well, that's definitely different, Michelle. If you are three or four couples having dinner, then showing up 30 minutes late is seriously just a huge insult, at least in this culture. Mm, yeah, I agree. I also, it's also not a good idea to show up early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a friend who sometimes shows up early for parties and <laughs> the host is usually not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, you're not ready. It's not a good idea. But, you know, this is something that a faux pas that really varies across culture, right? Right. Because we know that in different parts of the world, it's totally normal to show up 30 minutes to an hour to three hours late for a party. But in the U.S., at a dinner party, if you show up 30 minutes late and people are sitting down and eating, it's really bad. Mm. Yeah. And uh, there and there's one more uh, little phrase that we were thinking about, Lindsay, right? We were talking about this before the episode. Yeah. What was that, Michelle? Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Okay. What does it mean? That means, I mean, literally, I think it means good appetite. Yeah, right. So we used it. So it's French for mm -hmm. what we what they would say in France before they start eating. But we were talking about this before. We don't have anything in English to open up a meal. Anything, you know, right. we might say, enjoy your meal. Let's dig in. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I feel like we don't have like our own kind of like, English phrase for specifically for enjoy your meal. I mean, we might say enjoy your meal, but I don't know. It's not it's not as cute as bon appetit. <laughs> I know in Japanese they say itedakimas and mm. that's, you know, so all these different cultures they have these these phrases and these words and I think one of the reasons Michelle is because we don't value as a culture, we don't value that time around the table as much and we don't mm. we may not value food even the quality of food as much. Mm, interesting. That could yeah. be it. An that's interesting a, idea, Lindsay. Well, yeah, that could be another debate, right? I mean, that's something sure. we could we could talk about later. But um, yeah, I just think it's it's interesting. We can go into it another day. Okay. Well, anyways, that is it for today. Let's wrap it up. And guys, remember, you want to get your transcripts going over to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, and you can get a full transcript of today's episode. This has been interesting, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.